This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. So let's talk about the Lions offense then in general, because the Packers are going there on Sunday. They will be playing in Detroit, and the Lions at home, I think, are putting up like 35 points a game, which is just crazy to think about. They're ninth in the league right now in points for. They're averaging 24.7 points a game, but again, skewed wildly when they're home, about 35 points a game. And yeah, it's, but how many points are they giving up? To? <laughs> <laughs> it's not, uh, not something we expected from this uh, Lions team. Yeah, it's not like, I think it's, like perspective there yes they're putting up points but they're also giving up points right they're one and six so while they may be putting up 30 they're also giving up 35 and losing these games even at home I'm curious to see what this offense looks like without TJ Hawkinson like I said just because he has been such a building like a staple piece 1a on this list of players to watch out for is Amon Ross St. Brown, right? The the Lions have a star. They have a stud um, in that wide receiver room. He is a bona fide number one. He has proven to be just, I, I have a such a player crush on him. Like I cannot say enough thing. I think he's phenomenal. So if you're going to have a game, we talked about this pre-show where potentially you really do have Jair Alexander shadow, they're number one. Like this feels like the game because Josh Reynolds, Khalif Raymond, you know, the rest of their weapons. I mean, we got Jamal Williams on here who the Packers are are obviously very familiar with. They're not barn burners. Like this isn't like the Bills where they have a plethora of weapons that this team kind of has to play zone against in order to cover everybody. Like you really have to focus on Amon Ra and the run game. And I think in order to do that, you can put Jair on him and just – hope that Sewell and Stokes and the rest of this defense can cover everybody else. I think that's feasible. Um, that's how I feel about their, their weapons and like the game plan that the Packers should have. Yeah, I agree with you. And I mean, the Packers still looked pretty solid in the passing game against the bills. Gabe Davis was ultimately shut down for most of that game. You know, Stefan Diggs got his because he's a top five wide receiver in the NFL. You know, you can make whatever argument you want that maybe that doesn't happen against Jair, but you know, they get paid too. We saw Terry McLaurin go after Jair a couple weeks ago. So I do, I agree with you from that perspective to me, this game kind of comes down to Jamal Williams, which is really weird to say, but He's got eight touchdowns so far in the season. We know they're not going to see Devondre Swift or, you know, we're assuming we're not going to see him. He's still on the injury report, very limited, not practicing with the injury. But Jamal Williams has had a heck of a season so far, and the Packers are just not committing to the run game. It's been very difficult for them to, you know, stop these long sustained drives. And Jamal Williams is that kind of kind of road grader who can just like, pick up two yards when you need two yards and I think that's going to be one of the keys for the Lions on Sunday is to just keep you know keep burning the clock and keep these long drives and get that Packers defense gassed because historically they will give up chunk yardage when their offense is going three and out and they've got to trot back onto the field so Jamal Williams to me is the kind of the key to success for Sunday which is is almost heartbreaking to say (laughs) yeah that bruiser back and it's going to be a little bit more difficult without you know Devontae Campbell out there in the middle of the defense and depending on what this D line looks like the Packers have uh, a couple of key injuries. I think ideally Preston Smith will, will be playing and he's been pretty key in the run game as well. So 
another piece of this, right, is Jared Goff. He's playing better ball than we've seen since his season that he took the Rams to the Super Bowl, but he still can be a a little bit of a finicky quarterback and gets decently rattled when there's pressure in his face. So hopefully with Rashawn Gary feeling fully healthy, he's not even on the injury report so far this week that we can get some pressure on Jared Goff and disrupt the rhythm of the Lions offense. Yeah, because I mean, that offense, it's like you said, I mean, they're they're in track meets with teams, right? Like, they're putting up a ton of points, but they're also giving up a ton of points. But they're fourth in the league right now in yards on offense, like they are moving the ball effectively. And a lot of that, I think, has to do with, you know, just playing smarter football. And it's like you said, you know, they're going to have Amon Ra back, which is significant. So we'll kind of see what the game plan is like there. But yeah, to me, to me, it's going to come down to the run game because this is just it's it's the Achilles heel for the Packers. I think they're like 29th right now in the league on defense when it comes to rushing attempts and like 30th when it comes to rushing yards or something like that. It's just, yeah, 29th in yards, 25th in attempts for the Packers mm-hmm. defense. So just absolutely not good enough. Nope. Yeah, and it's likely going to be Quay Walker and Chris Barnes out there. Um, hopefully your regular rotational front, but they haven't been getting it done this season so far. I'm hoping that like, because it's a common opponent in Jamal Williams, maybe that changes something a little bit. Like, you know, they know what he's got, but he's been having a great season for the lions and it's going to be the key to stopping, stopping this offense. 2400 sports is an odyssey company. 